today on Transforming Lives. The death of Jesus Christ on the cross was very, very devastating to the disciples. Amen. It broke their hearts. They saw Jesus as the Messiah. They saw Jesus as the Savior of the world. They saw Jesus as the hope of Israel. Now they were looking back at Jesus' death on the cross. And it was, was a, a devastating moment and a painful moment to them. You see, whenever we lost a loved one, it is so hard. It is so painful. And sometimes the loss of a loved one can be so devastating that we lose hope. And this is what Mary was experiencing when she went to the tomb. The Bible says she went early in the morning to the tomb to find out about Jesus. It seems as if there, there were no hope because Jesus had died on the cross and he has been buried in the tomb. And this now, this Sunday that, that she went to the tomb has been the, the third day since Jesus was put in the grave. But the Bible tells us that when Mary saw the risen Lord, her anguish was changed to joy. Her pain was changed to laughter. And that's what happens when we experience the risen Lord. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. John chapter 20, verses 1 to 18. At the count of two, we all read together. One, two. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out, and the other disciples went with him going to the tomb. So they both ran together, and the other disciples outran Peter, and came to the tomb first. And he stooped down, and looking in, saw the linen cloth lying there. Yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. And he saw the linen cloth lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloth, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciples who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head of the, uh, the head and the other at the feet. 
They, then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She supposed him to be the gardener, and said to him, Sir, if you have carried away him, tell me where you have laid him, that I may take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not touch me, for I am, am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my father and to your father, and to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things unto her. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. We thank you for the power of the resurrection. We thank you, Lord, that you have broken the gates of brass. You have cut the iron bars asunder. You have caused the power of God to radiate in our lives that we can see Jesus for who he really is. The risen Lord that is manifested in our lives. Lord, we yield to you as we celebrate Easter, as we celebrate your resurrection, as we celebrate your triumph from death, from the grave, and from the tomb. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Praise God. Amen. Mary Magdalene loved the Lord. Jesus had transformed this woman's life. At a time when the Bible tells us that she was possessed by seven demons who manifested themselves in her life in so many wicked and sinful ways. But Jesus delivered her, ministered unto her, and gave her hope, a new life. And because of that, she followed Jesus wherever he went. Amen. She became a disciple of Jesus. The death of Jesus Christ on the cross was very, very devastating to the disciples. Amen. It broke their hearts. They saw Jesus as the Messiah. They saw Jesus as the Savior of the world. They saw Jesus as the hope of Israel. Now they were looking back at Jesus' death on the cross. And it was, was a, a devastating moment and a painful moment to them. You see, whenever we lost a loved one, it is so hard. It is so painful, and sometimes the loss of a loved one can be so devastating that we lose hope. And this is what Mary was experiencing when she went to the tomb. The Bible says she went early in the morning to the tomb to find out about Jesus. It seems as if there, there were no hope because Jesus had died on the cross. And he has been buried in the tomb. And this now 
the Sunday that, that she went to the tomb has been the, the third day since Jesus was put in the grave. But the Bible tells us that when Mary saw the risen Lord, her anguish was changed to joy. Her pain was changed to laughter. And that's what happens when we experience the risen Lord. We are continuing our series on the power of the resurrection. The last time we minister, we share with you the second characteristic of the power of the resurrection. That was the proof of the resurrection. We told you that there are three principles concerning the proof of the resurrection. We talk about the miracle, the fact that God raised Jesus from the dead was one of the greatest miracles that have ever happened. And we told you that it, it symbolizes one of the, the greatest outbursts of God's power. Because every time when the children of Israel were, were thinking in the Old Testament about the power of God, they pointed to their deliverance from Egypt and they pointed to the crossing of the Red Sea. But when we talk about the power of God, we point to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Bible says God raised him from the dead and, and lifted him high above principalities and powers. And every name that is named, that not only in this world, but that wishes to come. And gave him the name that is above every name. Amen. The resurrection of Jesus Christ was not just a raising up, but an exhortation. And the Bible tells us that he raised us up together. Amen. That was God demonstrating his power through the miracle of the resurrection. The resurrection also, we told you the proof concerning the messenger. The angel came and said, he is not here. He is risen, just as he said. We told you also about the message of the resurrection. The angel told the, the, the women, go and tell. Amen. When we experience the risen Lord, our responsibility is to go and tell. Just like Jesus said to his disciples some 2,000 years ago, and he's saying to us, go and make disciples of all nations. It is our responsibility as believers when we experience the risen Lord to go and spread the good news. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Today we want to continue in, um, to teach on the third characteristic of the resurrection and that is the joy of the resurrection. Say it with me. Say the joy, the joy. of the resurrection. Say it again. Say the joy, the joy. of the resurrection. Amen. I want to share with you three principles also concerning the joy of the resurrection. They are the pain of Christ's death, the resurrection brings joy, and the resurrection brings transformation. Amen. So let's look at each one of these different uh, uh, principles that, that we want to share this morning. Amen. The Bible tells us in this passage in John chapter 20 verse 11 that Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. Say Mary. Mary. Stood, outside stood outside by the tomb, by the tomb. Weeping. weeping. You see, as far as Mary was concerned, Jesus was dead. Jesus was gone. There was no hope. And to crown it up, she went to the tomb to see his body. She could not find the body. 
in the Jesus has been the center of our faith. Jesus has been the center of our hope. Jesus has been the center of our love. Now Jesus was gone. He was dead. There was no hope, no life, no purpose. And it seems that all that she had believed in for the last three and a half years was gone. To make matter worse, the Bible says that the, the, the body was not there and she did not know where he was. She was devastated. She was empty. She was experiencing anguish and pain for the loss of a loved one. See, that's what happens when we cannot see beyond the death of Jesus. When we can only see Jesus on the cross as being the, uh, 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 paying the price for us on the cross and we don't move towards the resurrection. That's what happens when we can only see God as being dead. That's what happened when we cannot move towards the resurrected Lord. But we only see Jesus dying on the cross. We have no hope. Our lives are empty. We are devastated because we cannot see beyond the death of Jesus. And you see, when Mary, the experience that Mary had, because she could not see beyond this, the Bible tells us that her vision was blurred. The Bible records that when she turned around, she saw a man standing, Jesus standing. But because of the, the anguish that she was feeling and the weeping that she was going through and the, and the devastating that she, uh, uh, station that she was feeling, her vision was blurred. She could not even recognize Jesus standing in front of her. The Bible says she thought he was a gardener. She thought he was the one who he was like a caretaker, taking care of the garden. She could not see the risen Lord. And when we stop at the death of Jesus, or we stop at the place where we cannot see the power of the risen Lord, our vision are blurred. We can't see God for who he is. We can't see the power of God. All we see is hopelessness and devastation and despair. We cannot see what God wants to reveal. Mary could not see Jesus. She could not recognize him because she has been stuck to his death. I wonder how many people are stuck on the fact that God is not as alive. God is not dead. Sometimes people in this world, they, they, they find all kinds of reasons to prove that Jesus is not alive. And because of that, there is no hope. Paul said it this way. He said, if Jesus did not rise from the dead, we are most hopeless amongst all people. You see, Jesus is alive. And we need to see beyond the death of Jesus. Because without seeing beyond the death of Jesus, we are blinded. And we have no hope or no vision for the future. 
Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, the Bible says, Without a revelation, without a vision, the people cast off restraint. King James Version said, Without vision, the people perish. If you don't have a revelation of what God wants to accomplish through the resurrected Lord, you will not experience the power of God in your life. Mary was limited by the cross. She was limited by the grave. Jesus has spoken to them that he will rise again. Jesus has spoken to them that he will, he will the third day he will, he will come from the grave. The scripture has clearly speak that Jesus, the Messiah, will rise from the dead. But Mary and the rest of the disciples were stuck on the dead. They were stuck on the grave. I want to challenge you. Don't get stuck on the death of Jesus. Don't get stuck on the grave of Jesus. Look past the grave. Because after the grave, the Bible talks about the resurrected Lord. The power of God that raised Jesus from the dead brought hope. And you need to look beyond the grave and see Jesus for who he really is. Second thing that we see concerning the pain of, of, of Christ's death is that Mary misjudged or her judgment was distorted. The Bible says she thought that Jesus was the gardener. You see, she supposed that Jesus was somebody else because she could not see him. She could not comprehend that Jesus, who had spoken that he would rise from the dead, could be standing right in front of her. She couldn't see it. She misjudged him. She, 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 she would not believe him. She couldn't believe even the disciples themselves. Could not believe that Jesus rose from the dead because they, 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 they refused to allow the, uh, themselves to go past the death. Amen. Her judgment was distorted. She lost her vision. She lost her hope. She lost her, 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 her purpose concerning the risen Lord. And because of that, hopelessness and anguish and pain had caused her to misjudge. That's what happened to us when we get stuck and we lose our vision of God. We make all kinds of decisions that are not godly. We make all kinds of things that we think that it may be good things, but they are not things that glorify God. We make all kinds of choices because we, we have lost our vision of the risen Lord. Jesus is alive. And he, as the risen Lord, we need to keep our eyes focused on him. And because Mary lost her vision, she misjudged Jesus. And, and we do the same too as believers. We misjudge people. We, we have all kinds of uh, 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 reservation of people. We, 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 we do not walk and move with the compassion that God wants us to move. We have no hope and no, no grace. We don't allow God to do in our lives that which he wants to do. We have lost our vision and we misjudge people because of the pain of death. 
That's what Mary experienced. What are you doing with a loss of pain in your life? Are you stuck in that situation? Are you blinded and misjudging because of a situation? Mary was right in the same situation. She could not see beyond her tears, beyond the grave, beyond the resurrection. Also, Mary lost her hope or her purpose. She asked the angel, I mean the angel asked her, why are you weeping? She said, because they have taken away my Lord. And I do not know where they have laid him. You see, for Mary, Jesus' body should have all still be in the grave. Jesus should always be dead. And that's why she was stinging. Because of that, there was great darkness in her soul and in her heart. The darkness within her was surrounding her. And sometimes when we go through these different situations, we allow the darkness uh, uh, of the devil to overshadow our lives. And we can't see beyond ourselves or beyond what God wants to do. She said, they have taken my Lord. But Jesus said, I will rise. But she was saying, somebody had taken her Lord and she did not know where he was. She was frustrated, in despair, did not know what to do. She had lost the purpose of who God had called her to do. That's what happened when we, experience, we do not experience the resurrection of Jesus or we do not allow the power of God to change and transform our lives. We reflect on God as God is dead. There is no hope. God does not heal anymore. God does not work miracles anymore. God does not change lives anymore. Our purposes in our lives are short circuit. You see, I want to let you know that no matter what you go through, no matter how much you desire to get things or accumulate things, nothing satisfied ultimately than God. God is the ultimate satisfier. And we need to reach out and allow Jesus to fill our heart. Look beyond the death of Jesus. Look beyond the pain of our lives and our circumstances and look to the risen Lord. You see, this is the story of many people that live in our society, in our community, in our neighborhoods, and even interact with us at our jobs, in our schools, and places of entertainment or places we go. There's no hope, no vision, no judgment, no purpose. They do not know the risen Lord. And you and I are called by God to give them the hope that Jesus is alive. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. The second principle concerning the joy of the resurrection is that the resurrection brings joy. Say it with me. Say the resurrection brings joy. The Bible tells us that Jesus said unto her, Mary. <laughs> I want you to say that to, to, again. Jesus said unto her, Mary. 
Say it. Say, Jesus said unto her, Mary. Amen. Now put your name there. Jesus said unto him, Obi. Amen. You see, Jesus knows you by name. Jesus understands your pain. Jesus knows the anguish that you face. And Jesus is able to turn your pain into laughter. Turn your anguish into joy. Turn your hopelessness into purpose. Turn your, 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 your degradation or the suffering that you're going through to hope and triumph. The Bible says Jesus did not answer her, oh, I'm not the gardener, or I'm not. The Bible says he called her name. He called her name. He said to her, Mary, Jesus is calling your name. He knows you by name. He said, God knows the hairs on your, the hair on your, on your head. He knows everything about you. God understands everything. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study. And on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm-hmm.